Chilson Motors with Gene Chilson, our sponsors of our Wax Farm Show podcast. At Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott and Chilson Chrysler Dodge, Jeep and Ram, we have an excellent selection of certified pre-owned Ram models to choose from. Purchase a certified Ram and receive our 7-year, 100,000-mile warranty and its factory-backed coverage from Ram. A certified Ram offers a great deal of confidence and peace of mind with a 7-year, 100,000-mile warranty. And we now have a great selection in stock and ready for immediate delivery. And ready to get those farm chores done. Absolutely. To see all the models, call, click, or visit Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott on the corner of Highway 27 and X or Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Business Highway 53 or visit us on the web at chilson.com. And remember, let our family take care of your family. Hey, did you know Bluff Country is located in Mondovi? And it's your locally owned hometown feed and seed supplier. Whether it's your pet or your business, they have the products and service that you need. They even offer agronomy services from seed to fertilizers and chemicals and even feed and forage sampling. Bluff Country Feed and Seed is your hometown feed and seed supplier. To learn more about Bluff Country, check out their website at bluffcountryfs.com. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Good morning. It's time for chores at the shank of the day. Bob and Jill with you on this Earth Day 2022 as uh, celebrations will be taking place all over the world for that matter. But uh, again, Gaylord Nelson, our governor, then our U.S. senator, started Earth Day with a few other people back in uh, 1970. So again, it's uh, Earth Day today. It might be a little wet Earth Day, but uh, it is Earth Day. Other things going on, the, oh, also, if you're going to Earth Day, or we're planning to go to Earth Day at Devil's Lake down south around, uh, where is it, around Baraboo, down that part of the country, they have been canceled. All events have been canceled today because of some uh, incoming inclement weather. They're expecting heavy rains in southern Wisconsin, as we expect rain all over the state of Wisconsin today. For the most part, at some time, the heaviest is the further south you go, the heavier the rain. So, uh, again, Earth Day, be careful, get outside, uh, enjoy it, but be careful. It might You might get a little wet with the weather in the forecast. That's not the only thing that we can. I understand tours have been canceled at Welke Land and Cattle Company because it stinks. <laughs> it does stink a little bit there. Um, my dog was playing tag with the skunk last night. <laughs> <laughs> and the skunk one as always. I'm sure it did. I I was trying to get the dog in and she didn't listen and then she came to the door later and I'm like, mm, yeah, you're an outside dog today. And, <laughs> and for, for quite probably a few quite days. a while. Yeah, quite a while. So anyway, watch out for the sign of spring. The skunks are out and their sprayers are in good form. Any more calves? Uh we're at fifty three. Fifty three. So, same All as right. yesterday. All right, so again, uh, that's coming to an end. So Earth Day today, also, the Midwest Horse Fair begins at the uh, Dane County Coliseum, actually, Alliant Energy Center. I'm old school. It's still the Dane County Coliseum, but down at the Alliant Energy Center in Madison. And uh, Wisconsin Farmers Union going to get some new headquarters. They're staying in Chippewa Falls. They're just going to be moving. They bought a different building, and it sounds uh, 
Pretty exciting, pretty fun stuff for the Farmers Union. So lots to talk about today as we get along with the chores, including kind of a rainy forecast. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. I do have to say that you don't stink at all today. You must have stayed away from the skunk or you got pretty good perfume. <laughs> well, I wore different pants to the garage and different shoes and the shoes are outside. And Oh, aren't those things miserable? Oh, oh. I've, I've been through it before. I went to school one day and it was on my shoes and I had to go pick up a student and and I come back through the school and I'm like, oh man, I got to go home. <laughs> All right, so be careful. The skunks are out. Hey, what about our weather? The skunk's going to get wet today, it looks like. Weather brought to you by Marquardt Motors, the area's largest pre-owned inventory with pre-owned selections arriving every day. Check them out on the lot or at markwartmotors.com. Rain in the forecast today. The heavier, farther south you go, rather, the heavier the rain. 51 the high today. Tomorrow, it's going to warm up. We're getting winds out of the south, and it'll get up to about 73. Partly sunny, but again, a chance of uh, some rain hanging around, moving through. Then down to 57 on Sunday. Partly sunny. Monday and Tuesday, temperature's going to be in the 40s. Right now, it's about 42 degrees. Friday morning at Wax. Again, rain in the forecast today. High about 51. We're 42 right now. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM. WAXX Eau Claire. Here's the news. NBC News Radio. I'm Trey Thomas. President Biden is once again blaming Russian President Putin for the cost of goods globally. Last month, 70% of the increase in in inflation was a consequence of Putin's price hike because of the impact on gas and energy prices. Speaking in Portland, Oregon, Biden said he's doing everything he can to combat what he calls Putin's price hike. Approval on coronavirus vaccines for kids under five won't happen until June. Mark Mayfield fills us in. That's according to White House Chief Medical Advisor Dr. Anthony Fauci. Speaking to CNN, Fauci said Pfizer and Moderna were developing vaccines that each required different doses and a different regimen. That caused some concern with health regulators. He noted that with the Omicron variant emerging, people needed a third dose to really get good protection. The state of Texas has executed its oldest ever death row inmate. 78-year-old Carl Wayne Burton was put to death Thursday night by lethal injection. He was convicted of the 1990 fatal shooting of a police officer. A Tennessee bill requiring drunk drivers in a deadly crash to pay child support if their victim was a parent is one step closer to becoming a reality. The Tennessee House and Senate have passed a bill that would have the driver paying the restitution until each child reaches 18 and has graduated from high school. It now awaits the governor's signature. The Tony Awards are issuing a strict no-violence policy after the Will Smith Oscar slap. Producers are implementing a zero-tolerance policy, warning attendees they'll be removed immediately if there's an incident. You're listening to NBC News Radio. 
Hi, I'm Bob Bosel, inviting you to travel with me to Europe August 1st through the 9th. We'll go to the Oberammergau Passion Play, visit agricultural highlights in Bavaria and Austria. We'll experience the timeless area of Bavaria, the Austrian Alps, and the once-in-a-decade Oberammergau Passion Play. Back in the 17th century, the people of Oberammergau, a woodcarver's village, made a holy covenant to portray the life and death of Jesus every 10 years if a plague would spare their community. Now a worldwide phenomenon, you can watch the incredible story unfold. In addition to this magnificent all-day experience, we'll also explore the agriculture of the region. We'll visit cattle farms, tour a 500-year-old salt mine, get a glimpse into the cheese-making process at a local farm. Just visit HolidayVacations.com keyword wax to learn more about this tour and watch a travel show. Or call 888-557-1020 for a free brochure. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Yeah, come on along to Europe. We're going to have a good time over there in August. We're going to, besides the things we talked about, of course, we're going to Wagyu Farm. We're going to see Wagyu cattle over in Europe. We're going to be at Hitler's hideout, Hitler's eagle's nest, Berkdus Garden, the Dachau prison camp, and just so much more besides all the beauty and just the wonder of uh, Europe, driving through the old country, the hay sheds uh, halfway up the mountains. It's just uh, just beautiful. And we'll have sunshine, unlike today. Around here, we're going to have rain. Chance of rain today, a good chance. And especially down south, it's going to rain heavier than it will around here. 51 the high today, 73 tomorrow. Partly sunny, a chance of some leftover rain showers as the winds are going to switch right out of the south. So it'll warm us up, and then it'll cool back down. 57 on Sunday, and then Monday and Tuesday, it's going to be in the 40s. Right now, it's 35 in Medford, 42 in Rice Lake, Wausau, 36, Marshfield, 37, La Crosse, 46, Green Bay's 37, Madison, uh, down that way right now, it's clear, but that's going to change. Madison, Sun Prairie, 44, Milwaukee at 42, and it's 42 right now here in Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer competitive home, auto, business, and life insurance? They make it convenient to bundle your insurance while saving you time and money. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Ready for a fun night of country music? Loyal Wisconsin is. Farm Tech Fest is coming, hosted by Rail Acres and Rustic Occasions just south of Loyal on Wednesday night, July 13th. Farm Tech Fest featuring Madison County Sawyer Brown and Joe Nichols. On-site camping is also available, so get your tickets now at farmtechfest.com. Sponsored by Partners Bank, Rooney Grain, Wax Radio, Zastro the Beer Man, Forward Insurance, Munson Bridge Winery, Colby Chrysler, RZ Builders, and Mutual Insurance. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Ah, Farm Tech Fest. Going to be fun in July. Get your tickets because it's, you know, it's not something that starts late at night. Farm Tech Days, the day show will end about four. Then we'll just go across the road and wet our whistles, so to speak, for the concert, which will start about five. So good times over at Farm Tech Fest in Clark County in July. Get your tickets. Markets brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance and uh, Jill, the cash livestock. 
choice fed beef steers are 137 to 144 with mixed at 121 to 136. Choice fed beef heifers are 133 to 145 with mixed at 110 to 133. Choice fed Holstein steers are 120 to 134 with selects at 80 to 119. Cows are coming in at 65 to 82 with a top of 90 and a half. Bulls are 95 to 114 with butcher hogs at 71 to 91 and a half. Sows are 62 to 89 with boars at 25 to 36 and a half. New crop market lambs are 180 to 265 with old crop market lambs 150 to 190 and feeder lambs are up to $6. And at the Mercantile Exchange Livestock Futures, Cattle prices were higher. Hogs were lower yesterday. June live cattle one thirty nine ninety up one twenty seven. August one forty one fifty seven up a dollar forty two. October cattle one forty seven thirty that was up a dollar twenty. Feeder cattle for May one sixty four eighty five at the close up two thirty seven. August one seventy six forty five up to ninety seven. September at one seventy nine twenty seven up to seventy seven and October. 181.47, closing up 250. Hogs, as we said, those contracts were lower. May, 110.85, down $1.62. June, 117.17, down $1.57. July, hogs, 118.62, down $1.42. And August, down $1.37 at 117.02. And on the Board of Trade, profit-taking yesterday. Also, traders looking at a better planning outlook for next week. So we had some corn and wheat prices lower. Beans were supported a little bit by oil, but overnight, down arrows. July corn now back below $8. July corn down a nickel at $7.89. The oats down a penny at $7.08. Wheat down 11 at $10.65. July soybeans down 12 but still over $17 at $17.07. Soybean meal for July down two ninety a ton at four sixty one. Barrel cheese up two and three quarters at two thirty seven. The blocks also up two and three quarters at two six or two thirty six and a quarter. Butter down three cents at two sixty nine. Class three prices turned around a little bit yesterday, went up back higher. April up four at twenty four thirty one. May up forty at twenty four fifty seven. June up thirty eight at twenty four eighty two. July up forty eight at twenty four sixty five. August up thirty six. At twenty four forty five, so that's where we are as far as our markets are concerned. Brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance again. We got uh, rain in the forecast today, high about uh, fifty one degrees. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax one hundred four point five and the Midwest Farm Report. Once again, rain in the forecast. High today, going to be in the low fifties. Uh, not a, near as nice a day as it was yesterday, but uh, it'll warm up tomorrow to seventy three degrees. But don't get too excited; it's not going to last long. Sunday, back in the fifties again. Make your plans. Farm Tech Fest coming July thirteenth. Again, Farm Tech Fest, Sawyer Brown will be there, Joe Nichols will be there, Madison County will be there as well, July 13th in Loyal. Get your tickets right now, farmtechfest.com, and uh, we'll see you there. should be a lot of fun. It's right across, and camping, don't forget, if you want to go out there and camp all week, now it's kind of rough camping, they'll have some water there and some porta-potties on the grounds and things like that, but... Uh, Otherwise, it's going to be self-contained camping right on the ground, so you can walk across, enjoy a few adult beverages, and walk back to your camper if you want to do that. So get in touch with Clark County. It's going to be a great week 
when we have uh, Farm Technology Days there, Farm Tech Fest, July 13th in Clark County. It's quarter after five. We're going to take a look at some of our farm news. A lot going on today. Tomorrow, a lot going on, too. You need some good bulls on your farm? We got them coming up tomorrow. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 16 minutes, uh, 16 and a half minutes, actually. Excuse me, after 5 o'clock. And we've got 42 degrees rain in the forecast. Uh, Big day today, though, Jill. Some of the things that are going on. Today is the 52nd time that the Earth Day has been observed. It all began back in 1970 when Wisconsin's junior U.S. Senator Gaylord Nelson and other concerned citizens held the first Earth Day out of the long-held concern about our deteriorating environment. Many also feel the event is an offshoot of the best-selling novel of Rachel Carson, Silent Spring, which was published in 1962. Today's event, with the theme, Invest in Our Planet, will be observed in all countries all over the world. And before you get to the next story, again, a reminder, if you're planning to go to Earth Day events down at Devil's Lake State Park down around Baraboo, don't. They've canceled them because of the impending heavy rains that are supposedly coming through heavier down that way than around here. So down at Devil's Lake, no events today. Today is also day one of the 30-day Midwest Horse Fair at the Alliant Energy Center in Madison. The event will feature over 30 breeds of horses with ongoing breed demonstrations, clinics, rodeo, and a grounds full of horse-related equipment. The Wisconsin Farmers Union, headquartered in Chippewa Falls, will soon have a new home in the city. The group has purchased the Old Machine Tool Camp located on River Street across from Riverfront Park. The plan is to renovate the three-story building and use it as their new headquarters, as well as provide retail and conference space, apartments, as well as a place to hold community events. Chippewa Falls has been home to the Wisconsin Farmers Union since 1945. Another title there is Camp Kenwood on Lake Wasota, which also is a Farmers Union property used for conferences and summer camps. Did you ever go to summer camp at Camp Kenwood? I never did. Oh, it's a beautiful place. Beautiful place. And then they rent it out, too. Somebody's got a, a wedding or something, anniversary or birthday party. You'd like to uh, use it in the summertime? Check with the headquarters in Chippewa Falls. Beautiful spot right there on Lake Wasota. All right, coming up, we're going to talk about bees. Yeah, bees want to go to work. We'll see what their status is. We'll do that next. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We sure hope all these April showers bring us some May flowers because we've got some insects that need to go to work. We're talking about our bee population and our very important pollinators. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And Stephanie, I've seen robins and a lot of other spring animals coming back, but I haven't seen any bees yet. Well, Bob, I'll take you down to southeastern Wisconsin, Sullivan, which is home to Heritage Honeybee. It's the nation's largest distributor of bees. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And owner Tim Wilbanks moves bee colonies and queen bees from northern California and southeastern Georgia to this seven-state region around the Great Lakes. And Tim is about halfway through his season, even though the recent cool weather doesn't suggest that it's time for spring. But he says cooler temperatures don't really impact bee distribution. The weather here in the Midwest, um, it's never predictable this time of the year. And so 
if we if we based everything on the weather, sometimes we'd be waiting until June for things to clear up. Um, and, and this April so far is very reminiscent of 2018, especially the week that we have forecasted right now. Um, in 2018, um, we at our shop got 18 inches of snow the third week of April. I believe it was April 19th. We got uh, six inches of snow. We had a day's break. And then on the 20th and 21st, we got another 12 inches of snow. You know, that that's Midwest uh, weather. That's Wisconsin weather. And so it is what it is. The bees have been coming in. We just finished up our fourth weekend of package bee distribution. Um, we've already distributed right at 13,000 packages. We have two more weekends of package bee distribution and our five-frame nucleus colonies, which are basically um, half-size starter colonies. They, they come on uh, open flatbed trucks that are netted. Those will start coming in uh, later this week. Uh, from California and Georgia, and we'll do those over the next three weeks, and then we'll be wrapping things up. So despite the weather, uh, bee distribution has been proceeding uh, at, a, at, a rather, at a rather rapid pace. Like I said, we've been doing it now since the last weekend in March, and um, things have been going well. Uh, even with the weather being cold, people have had good luck getting their bees in and getting them started. We're getting good reports back from folks. Um, we just need some better weather for those bees to get out and start foraging to bring in pollen and for the plants and trees to start budding out and blooming out and uh, giving them some natural food. The change in temperature doesn't bother the bees at all? Well, you know, it does present some challenges mainly to the beekeeper. The bees are fine as long as they're in their, their hive. Um, you know, they're out of the wind, they're out of the weather. Uh, what they do is the, the bees will cluster tightly. When the temperatures are below 45 degrees, the bees form a very tight ball, which we call a cluster, and they will keep the temperature in the center of that cluster between 89 and 92 degrees. Um, so they don't have a problem uh, staying warm um, inside of that box. And, uh, you know, the, the, the disadvantage for them is they can't break cluster and get out and start foraging in this kind of weather because if, if the weather is below about 50 degrees, the bees don't want to fly outside the hive. Um, the temperatures are too cold for them. So right now, most of their activity is concentrated inside the hives. Um, it does put the onus on the beekeeper to make sure they have plenty of food in that hive because, like I said, they can't get out and forage for any natural pollen. Uh, there's no natural nectar right now, but there will be as soon as we get another uh, 60 or 70-degree spurt of weather. We'll start getting a little bit of natural nectar coming in. Dandelions will start providing that as soon as they start popping but we just need warmer weather for the bees to be able to fly and forage and get that on their own. So right now, beekeepers are having to supply that food inside the hive to the bees, and the bees are doing just fine. Why does this region in the United States need to get bees from California or Georgia? Do we not have enough here? Yeah, it, it comes down to a supply and demand issue. Um, the Midwest is a very tough region um, weather-wise on bees during the winter. Um, and also with that, there's a large concentration of beekeepers here in Wisconsin, northern Illinois, uh, some of the surrounding states. We have a high population of beekeepers, um, and when they lose colonies uh, to, you know, whether it's winter weather, whether it's um, issues uh, concerning the weather last summer, uh, we had some areas that had a lot of drought. The bees went into the fall stress. We had other areas that had 
uh, adequate rainfall. We had really good honey crops throughout Wisconsin for the most part last year. Um, and in some cases, it was varroa mite issues that were causing bee losses. It's a combination of things. There's not, uh, there's not one cause for it, but it's the supply and demand. There's so many beekeepers here. Um, when there are losses, we have to bring in bees from other parts of the country um, where they're already experiencing um, large buildup and growth in their bee colonies because the weather's so much better. Um, we do get some locally supplied bees uh, from Wisconsin, but those won't be ready until mid-June, late June. It's just, you know, the, the weather and the season is a lot further behind. And so for folks who are wanting to get started and have a early start on spring buildup, they get their bees from other parts of the country. Um, and you got to remember, I hope your listeners hear this, honeybees are not native to North America. A lot of people find that shocking. We hear all the reports in the media about saving the bees and the challenges facing bees. Well, honeybees, domesticated honeybees, are not native to North America. And so there's a lot of challenges here with the weather that we experience in this region, with the up and down temperatures during the winter and especially early spring that make it difficult for bees. We do have some local suppliers, uh, but like I said, not enough to meet the demand. There's a huge demand for bees here in the Midwest, Great Lakes regions, because of the wonderful honeys that can be made during the summer. Lots of great floral sources um, from basswood trees to the, the field clovers and things that um, make beekeeping very profitable and enjoyable here in this part of the country. And so it's very popular. A lot of bees are needed. So who are your largest customers? Well, we supply bees to backyard hobbyist beekeepers, to sideliners, which are those beekeepers that, you know, work a, a regular job but then may maintain 20, 50, 200 beehives on the side um, with a side business. And then we also have commercial customers that all they do is pollination and honey production, and they might run a 1,000 or 2,000 colonies. Um, a lot of the orchards will contract out their pollination. We do have a few customers um, that are orchards themselves that will purchase bees for pollinating, you know, their apples, those kind of things. Uh, but in most cases, the orchards will contract that out to a beekeeper to bring those bees in while the apple trees or fruit trees are in bloom, leave them there for maybe a two- to six-week period and then move them back out. Um, and then we also sell and supply bees to um, other retail outlets. A lot of places um, in Wisconsin and uh, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, Minnesota, Nebraska, Kansas, Missouri, um, Iowa, places that sell bees on a retail level will purchase their bees in bulk from us because we have the, the logistics figured out with the shipping, the trucking, um, and the timing of getting bees here. And so they'll buy them from us and then redistribute to their customer bases. So, And again, that's Tim Wilbanks, who, again, very busy in the bee industry. But, uh, again, no offense to anybody out milking cows, but uh, got to say the bees probably some of the hardest working farm- farmers uh, that we do have. The bees are pollinators. So important. Also, so important is our news. Morgan's going to join us next and catch us up. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 5.30 in the morning. Let's get caught up on some news. Then we'll get caught up on some weather. Then we'll get caught up on some markets. Then we'll get caught up on what's going on in the fields with Brent Wink. I don't know how much he's going to have to say. Not much getting on in the fields yet. But Morgan is in the newsroom. 
Jared Jill's got skunk problems. How about you? You got any in Boyceville yet this spring? You know, Jill, I can only say I'm better you than me. I've gone through that with my dogs, and it is miserable. Oh, yeah. Talk it's... about a smell that never comes out of anything. I know it. It's just miserable skunks. Who needs them? And the thing is, they look cute from a distance. Yeah, a long but... distance. A long distance. <laughs> I... The cuter they are, the farther away they are. That's, That's how sure. I treat you, too. Oh, I know it. I know. You always keep me at least at an arm's length. It's <laughs> Safer uh, that way for on? everyone. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> From the 715 Newsroom, we're going to start with those headlines in the Golden State, but it has a local connection. California man with a history of making threats now looking at charges in Eau Claire County for the note authorities say that he sent the city's school board president. Prosecutors filed charges of making terrorist threats against 33-year-old Jeremy Hansen from California. As investigators say, he threatened to kill school board president Tim Nordine back in March. Hansen was allegedly upset about the Eau Claire school policy on gender. Both Eau Claire police and the FBI say Hansen has sent similar threats in the past. Well, we can have a happy ending and update from Dunn County. The search for a missing man did come to a happy ending. Police saying 88-year-old Alan Hilgedorn was found safe. He went missing yesterday morning. Nurses saying he walked out of Mayo Menominee. Maybe you actually got that alert on your phone. I know I did as well, but that follow-up shows us he was found safe. In other headlines, at the Capitol level, we could see more pardons from Governor Tony Evers today. The state's pardon board has four cases on the docket. The governor so far pardoning more people in the past four years than any other governor in state history. Evers has pardoned nearly 450 people since taking the role behind the desk. No Shave November is a little ways away yet, but now we have No Mo May. It's a number of cities in Wisconsin taking part in an informal program to not mow grass for the entire month of May. Mother Nature might be making the call on that one for us now, but moreover, the idea is to let some of that grass grow for bees and another chance to take advantage of spring growth. Of course, Bob talking about bees just a second ago. And from the bees to the bears, a California homeowner shocked after finding a few of them underneath their home. Ann Bryant, executive director of the Bear League, says it's actually quite typical. It sounds outlandish and like it, it just can't, can't be real, but we have about 100 to 150 bears every winter here at Tahoe, somewhere around the basin, that hibernate under houses. The bears all picked that spot to hibernate for the winter. At one point a few months ago, the homeowner and other residents heard a low rumbling coming from beneath the floorboards. They thought it sounded like snoring, but never checked it out. And earlier this week, the mama bear woke up. She started making scratching noises in the crawl space under the house. Then her four one-year-old cubs followed her out. Officials with a bear league believe the family was under that house for about four months. Nika McGahis, NBC News Radio. Now they're looking for the perfect bowl of porridge to wake up to, I think. From the 715 Newsroom, I'm Morgan McCarthy, and now you are up to date on Wax 104.5. I think I'd be checking my foundation and make it a little more secure. <laughs> if you future. can fit five bear underneath yeah, there. Unbelievable. Yeah, I was thinking that too. We have a lot of projects going on around the house. And I can tell you, if you have a crawl space big enough for a family of bears, you might want to fill that in. <laughs> I guess so. Thanks, Morgan. <laughs> Anytime, Bob. All right, that's Morgan in the newsroom this morning. Hey, it's 26 minutes before 6 o'clock. Let's check the weather. Mike Dandry is over at Skywarn 13, courtesy of Chippewa Valley Bean. We're going to get wet, huh, Mike? Yeah, that's going to be the case today after enjoying it. Well, I should say, did you enjoy the beautiful day yesterday? Bob? Boy, anybody that didn't uh, <laughs> lost a good chance to, to enjoy our one day of spring so far. Yeah, our, uh, our our streak of sunny days ends at one. because well, well, At least we got one. Yeah, we, we got one. And today, while we may have a little bit of sunshine before the, the clouds start filtering in, they'll quickly fill in and uh, give way to some showers 
later on this morning and into the afternoon. Now, during the day, temperatures mostly going to be in the upper 40s and low 50s, but we'll start to get a strong push of some warm air later on tonight. So we'll still have some chances for rain and potentially some thunderstorms later on this evening, but that's eventually going to give way to a little bit of clearing, and our temperature is actually going to rise overnight into the mid-50s by the morning tomorrow and, uh, well, keeping keep on rising into the low 70s later on tomorrow afternoon but then that's eventually going to bring us a chance of some rain and some thunderstorms which there's still a few factors at play to determine if these storms are going to be a little on the stronger side or not something that we're still going to continue watching then going into saturday night well we'll still have those chances of showers and thunderstorms as our lows dip to the low 50s and then things start to taper off into sunday with partly sunny conditions still breezy though and cooling it down as our highs get into the mid to upper 50s And by Monday, we're really cooling it back down yet again, something that, well, we've become all too familiar with, with uh, mostly cloudy conditions and our high temperatures back into the low 40s. Right now in Eau Claire, though, we've got a few clouds out there and the sun trying to start peeking its way out in uh, about a half hour here with a temperature of 41 degrees. Very good. Mike, you have a good weekend. You too, Bob. We'll talk to you Tuesday. You bet. There goes Mike Dandria over there at the Skywarn 13 Weather Room. Taking a look at our weather on wax. Brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee. Chippewa Valley Bean is excited to welcome spring and all the opportunity it brings. And as you think about what you're planting in your fields, Chippewa Valley Bean wants you to consider growing a crop of kidney beans. Kidney beans are a great addition to your rotation and bring great value back to your farm. If you're looking for new opportunities for your farm, give their agronomist Ben a call at 715-556-1930. That's 715-556-1930. Or visit them at cvbean.com. And there are some things going on around the area. Jill, what uh, what have we got happening? Well, today is the we're gonna Observe Earth Day. Get out there and... I don't know. Can you plant a tree? It's kind of cold for that. Yeah, that's what we did. We did it on Earth Day all the time when we were in high school. So we can get out and do it. And today is the first day of the three-day Midwest Horse Fair down at the Alliance Energy Center in Madison. And if you're looking for something to do this weekend, head on over to Clark County and it's Spring into the Arts 2022 tour Saturday and Sunday. Get on out and visit the Tourism Bureau to get a map. Yeah, should be fun. 73 degrees tomorrow. Should be a good day to get out and enjoy Clark County. Loyal Wisconsin is ready for a party, and it'll happen in July. It's Farm Tech Fest, the newest addition to Clark County Farm Technology Days. It'll feature Madison County, Sawyer Brown, and headliner Joe Nichols. Camping, food, and fun Wednesday night, July 13th, just south of Loyal. Tickets on sale now at farmtechfest.com. Sponsored by Partners Bank, Rooney Grain, Wax Radio, Zastro the Beer Man, Forward Insurance, Munson Bridge Winery, Colby Chrysler, RZ Builders, and Rural Mutual Insurance. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's 20 to 6 and 41 degrees out there. It's time to hear from Jim Lindsay in Altoona Equity Market. Choice beef steers and heifers dollar fifteen to a dollar thirty-five. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers dollar ten to a dollar thirty-two. Yielding choice and prime Holstein steers a dollar twenty-one to a dollar thirty-one. Choice Holstein steers a dollar ten to a dollar twenty. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers dollar nine and down. Top twenty percent of the cow cows sold from eighty-two to ninety. We had a top of ninety-one. Sixty percent of the cows sold from sixty-eight to eighty-one. The bottom twenty percent of the cows sold from sixty-seven and down. Organic market from Tuesday. Eighty percent of the organic cows sold from eighty-five to a dollar five. We had a top of a dollar ten and a half. 
bottom 20% of the organic cows sold from 84 and down. Cow bulls sold from 70 to a dollar. Thin, full horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95 pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from 70 to 165 dollars per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from 70 dollars per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from 100 to 220 dollars per head. Our next special feeder sale is this Friday, April 22nd, starting at noon. We are expecting five to 600 head of feeders for that sale, as well as a few bred beef cows. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. For those who work in acres... Not an hour. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we are now about 17, almost 16 actually, before 6 o'clock on a Friday morning at Wax. More markets. We wrap up the week over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn and Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. We'll, we'll get you in because I know you always got a lot of weekend activities that you got to get involved in. So uh, we'll we'll get you started. How you doing? Well, good morning to you, Bob. We are just... Weekend activities are going to depend upon the weatherman, so we'll have to wait and see. But, uh, yeah, I was just looking at the radar here. Minnesota, most of Minnesota is getting something. I don't think it's snow. No, no, it's, it's, it's rain, rain but it's coming our way, and uh, especially down south. So it's going to happen. But anyway, we've got to wrap up the week of Stratford. How good a week was it? Well, markets are pretty good, Bob. Uh, we'll tell the folks about that. Uh, thank you, and a good morning, everyone. And a summary said from this past week here at Equity Stratford and yesterday's auction on Thursday on the cow market, uh, a bulls and the cows. Now, these are conventional market cows, high-yielding Holstein cows in yesterday's auction, selling from 77 to uh, 89 Top cow this week, $90. Most of the cows this week, 60 to 76 And those thin cows, lighter carcass cows, they're, they're below 60 On the bull trade, you're better quality bulls this week, mostly from 94 to $1.12, topping at 115 on the bulls, lighter bulls. Fat cattle, uh, choice grading Holstein steers uh, from 107 to 122. Yielding choice prime cattle from 123 to 133. Select grading cattle 105 and below. And on the calf market, a little bit weaker on the bull calves and the beef calves on yesterday's auction. But for the week, uh, uh, on the close yesterday, most of the bull calves selling from 100 to 175. But again, on Monday's auction earlier in the week, a lot of these good quality bull calves from 180 up to a top of 270. A pretty limited demand on the heifer calves this week, 40 and below. Beef calves yesterday, mostly from 150 to 300. But again, earlier in the week, on uh, Monday's auction, a lot of those beef calves from three and a quarter to four and a quarter. So that kind of summarizes the week. A full marketing week on tap again next week here at Equity Stratford. Uh, full marketing week, as I said, four sales. Our next day sale will be next Tuesday. Our next, uh, next feeder cattle auction will be next Wednesday. So again, folks, we invite you to take a look at our website. Always a lot of information on there. Upcoming sales. Uh, that is Equity Co-op. Just click on the Stratford page. And, uh, Bob, uh, you and Jill have a nice weekend. And, uh, well, I tell you what, 70 degrees is going to be very welcome tomorrow. Yeah, I wish it was more than one day, but uh, one day is better than none. Hey, you have a good one, too, Jerry. We'll talk to you next week. Betsy, you guys have a nice weekend, and I thank you. There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. About 14 minutes before 6 o'clock, Brent's here. We're going to talk to Brent Wink covering the fields in just a few minutes. But again, uh, busy times down in uh, Buffalo County around the Arcadia country with the Clarence Pronchinsky family in there. Big auctions. 
the crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we'll talk with Brent Wink and cover the fields here in just a minute. But looking at our markets, profit-taking yesterday and better planning. Hopefully, the traders are looking at next week. Put pressure on prices. And overnight, that pressure continued. July corn down a nickel. We're at $7.89 a bushel. July oats down a penny at seven oh eight. The wheat down eleven at ten sixty-five. July soybeans down twelve at seventeen oh seven. Soybean meal down two ninety a ton at four hundred sixty-one dollars. At the country elevators. Wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls and Connorsville location. Corn is at seven twenty-nine with soybeans at sixteen forty-nine. Buck Country Arcadia and Doomer's Grain of Holman. Corn is at seven thirty-three with soybeans at sixteen fifty-six. Thank you very much, Jill. And on the DTN screen, corn at the elevators today about fifteen cents less than yesterday. Soybeans about a dime lower. At Golden Plump, corn is seven thirty-eight today. At uh, Baldwin, and uh, we've got seven eighteen on the corn, sixteen fifty-three on the beans. Duran seven thirteen and sixteen fifty-three at Mondovi. The corn is seven eighteen. Elmwood also seven eighteen on the corn, sixteen fifty-eight on the beans. Fall Creek seven oh eight and sixteen forty-three and at Osseo, corn is seven twenty-three, beans sixteen fifty-eight. Elk Mound seven twenty-four and sixteen fifty-three at Sparta seven thirty and sixteen forty-eight. Elmwood corn is seven dollars a bushel and the soybeans at sixteen thirty at the ethanol plants. Boyceville corn today seven thirty-eight. Stanley seven thirty-nine. New Richmond. 734. Cheese prices went up two and three quarters on both barrels and blocks. Barrels 237 a pound, blocks 236 and a quarter. Butter down three at 269. April class three up four at 2431. May up 40 at 2457. June up 38 at 2482. July up 48 at 2465. And the August class three up 36 at 2445 as those prices were higher out through February. Well, it's a Friday morning, and he's got nothing else to do. He might as well come and join us on Friday mornings. Brent Wink is with us once again, covering the crops. Brought to you by Winfield United, the egg division of Land Lakes. What are you doing right about now? You're not sitting in a tractor seat. Yesterday we got a little teaser, and then uh, we'll have a little delay. Kind of funny, on Earth Day, we're going to get all kinds of rain and terrible weather and and uh, but I guess tomorrow will look a little better. But yeah, in fact, uh, again, if you're celebrating Earth Day down around Baraboo, Devil's Lake State Park has called off their activities because of uh, the incoming heavy rains. Well, what uh, I mean, yeah. you know, last year at this time was a whole lot different look. It, absolutely, I just kind of keep thinking that once the weather does straighten around, maybe we won't have those cold stretches like we had uh, last spring. But we'll see. But uh, last week, I kind of talked on some of the. I guess some of the biostimulants and some of these add-on products and just thought I'd talk a little bit more on on kind of another area there. So we talked about plant growth regulators last year or last week and uh, kind of their impact. One of the products or one of the arenas getting a lot of activity and press right now is uh, we think of a soybean crop, it can fix its own nitrogen. On corn crops, there's companies that have developed products that actually can fix nitrogen uh, for corn. So one of the companies that we had studied was a, a company called Azotic, and they've got a product called Invita. Basically, it's kind of a new mode of action for nitrogen fixation. It's a natural bacteria. It's isolated from sugar cane, and then it quickly establishes in the plant and, and fixes nitrogen. And what a lot of these products are doing is 
actually fixing nitrogen from the air. So there's some products that are just in furrow applications, you know, put in with your starter. Uh, this particular product with Invita allows you to put it in with your corn starter, or it can be uh, applied foliar from V2 to V6 corn. So this is a product that's not like beans, it's not in the genetics. This Correct. This is an additional product. Not, yep. Not in the corn genetics. Yep. And you think, you know, you think on, on soybeans and the nodules and, and their fixation of nitrogen from the nodulization, this is actually just colonizing within the plant cells, and then it's able to kind of convert that, that nitrogen from the air. It's not a uh, nitrogen replacement product. Uh, you know, who knows what we'll come up with in years to come, but it is pretty interesting. You know, a lot of these products you look at, uh, what percent of the time do they work? And we're seeing a lot of good responses with this, almost 80% of the time seeing a, a response that it was giving us. So it's definitely something that we decided to go ahead with with vendors and, and kind of bring the data from the company and from our own personal uh, research trials forward. So kind of where I think it's going to have its biggest bang for the buck is maybe on some of these years where we lose a little bit of nitrogen through leaching or something, and, and some of these products can kind of be that gap to get us through or maybe to pick up those additional bushels on some of those high yield uh years but basically that product it enters the plant the bacteria works its way into the plant cells and colonizes within the actual cells and then like i say it'll fix uh nitrogen from from that air so with biologicals you really have to manage them a little different you know you're dealing with living organisms so when you're using them in corn starters uh you want to make sure that you're you're getting it planted in a nice short window you're not leaving the products exposed to sunlight or anything that can damage or or kill that bacteria off. And then, like I said, the uniqueness with this product is we we're actually getting a little bit better data when we sprayed it from that V2 to V6 range, which can time with some herbicide applications as well. So there's, there's a, a ton of products from a ton of different companies on the market. Obviously, with higher commodity prices, make some of these products a little easier to have good return on investment versus $2 corn. <laughs> so, Don't even mention that. Yes. So, uh, Invita is one of the products. And, again, any of your Winfield United retailers would would have access to that product. So, in this area, we've got Alcivia Co-op, Synergy Co-op, or River Country Co-op that you can talk with your Winfield United uh, retailers about that product from Azotic. So kind of some new new technologies, I guess, in the, in the corn world. Yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing how they still keep developing new things for growing corn. So what do you think, the way it looks now in this forecast? Next well, week, a little bit maybe? There could possibly, and I, I normally like to jump the gun, and I even myself is like very hesitant, and I look out, you know, maybe by next Friday in some areas, if the forecasts are a little bit higher than what they're looking right now, mm-hmm. but then it's just trying to look at if I do plant, what's the next three days going to be? Because that's yeah. where those sins can really happen. Is it was pretty decent to get it in, but then it was really cool and wet afterwards. So we'll really have to see. But boy, in a lot of areas, Bob, I don't think a seed is going to see the ground till the month of May. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's pretty much it. That corn seed, you don't want it to get cold, wet feet, that's for sure. Yep. 
Absolutely. All right. Have a good weekend, you my boy. You too as well. Have safe travels, and we'll talk with you next Friday. There he is, Brent Wink, covering the crops with us every Friday morning here on Wax, brought to you by Winfield United, the agriculture division of Land Lakes. Weather-wise, well, we're going to have some uh, chances of rain later on, more than a chance. I think it's a pretty good possibility when you look at radar, especially down south. They're going to be uh, real wet. 51 today, but it'll warm up tomorrow. We'll get hot tomorrow. 73, but then cooling off only 57 on Sunday and 40s, Monday and Tuesday. But enjoy it and uh, have a good Earth Day. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed and Montovi. And the Chilson family of Ram dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.